Good morning. <clears throat> so, welcome to Children's Church. Which is, you know, just like adult church, except for kids. <clears throat> so when I'm teaching down in, downstairs, down in Children's Church, I like to follow a bit of a pattern. So we start out learning something about the Bible, usually following what's happening up here. And so I'm trying to get a point across to the kids. And... Once we've done that a little bit, then we do an activity to drive it home, to get a bit of a sticky grip on it. So I have an activity here today. And so I would love it if you guys would just embrace that inner child and jump in and do this activity, even if it's not something that you generally would like to do. Yes? Yes? Okay. Yay, participation. <clears throat> Um, so I want to start out in James because James three, not many should become teachers, my brothers, because you know that we will receive a stricter judgment. So, um, who gave me a mic, <laughs> but also my biggest fear is heresy. <laughs> so if something I'm saying is off, please let me know. Um, yeah. So we are talking about living faith. And so I have a question to start out with. Kids, do you hear me? Yeah? What came first, the chicken or the egg? So that's the question that we're talking about today, really, with Galatians or James, is that we have works and we have faith. Which comes first? So if you start with an egg, how is it going to be kept warm? By the owner? How did you get the egg? So then you have to have a chicken first, right? Yeah. So you have to have a chicken before you can have an egg that'll hatch. And so, did you not go to that next slide? <laughs> Here we go. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> so in Galatians and James, we have this seeming dichotomy, or if you pick a piece out of each, they sound like they contradict. And please put that slide up. We have Galatians 2.16 over here saying, because by the works of the law, no 
That's not the right part of it. No. Oh, yeah, because by the works of the law, no human being will be justified. And in James, it says, you see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. So how can those two be? Do these make sense together, kids? They do? No, no. Works or faith? No person is justified by works, but by the works of the law, but a person is justified by works. So how can this be? Does the Bible contradict itself? It seems like it if you just look at these two, doesn't it? But then we have to look. Oh, and then there's another part in James and Galatians where they talk about Abraham. Go to that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, and did you put the James one in there too? Okay. All right, so go back. In Galatians... So then, does God give you the spirit and work miracles among you by you doing the works of the law? Or is it by believing what you heard? Just like Abraham, who believed God and it was credited him to righteousness, for righteousness. And then in James, wasn't Abraham our father justified by works in offering Isaac his son on the altar? You see that faith was active together with his works, and by works, faith was made complete. And then scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God, and it was credited him, credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. I'm going to need this eventually. So those seem to contradict too. It's the same story, but there's two sides. One is saying that it was by Abraham's faith he believed, and then it was credited him righteousness. And the other says it's by the work that he did, and he believed, and it was credited by righteousness. So which is it? Do you think these are saying the same thing? Why is this so loud? Okay. (laughs) Um, So, my thought is that they're saying the same thing, but to two different audiences. So, I think that the truth is in the middle. And I'm going to be careful with what I say, because I'm not saying... that the gospel is mixed with law. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when you believe something, you will do it. You will act out of that belief. And your actions will show what you believe. Kids, you with me? Yeah. Yeah. What do your actions show? Uh, 
Shows the love of Jesus, and is that what you believe? Hazel. It shows who you are. So if your heart has changed, that will change your actions. And so Abraham, God told him to take his son up the mountain and sacrifice him. Did you hear that, Jackson? Can you imagine God telling daddy to take you up the mountain and sacrifice you? Would that be scary or what? So what did Abraham do? Hazel. He took him up the mountain. So he believed and then acted. I was talking to the kids last week downstairs, and there's the parable of the father who owns fields, and he has two sons. And he told both sons to go out and work in the fields. The first one said, yeah, dad, I'll do that. The second one said, no, I don't want to. Which one loved his father? The first one who said, yeah, right? Well, he ended up not going. And this one who said no went out to the fields and did the work. So who loved his father? The second one. The one who actually did it, which meant that he agreed to what his father asked him to do. His heart changed. I guess both of their hearts changed. Or rather, their feet showed what their heart believed. So in my life right now, I am working on a heart change. I have always hated cleaning. Doing the dishes, doing the laundry, cleaning the floors, cleaning my house. Hated it. Don't like it at all. But that was a selfish attitude for me. And so I've been working on a heart change, thinking of cleaning as loving my family and loving my house. And so when I'm cleaning, I'm thinking of the love I have for my house. And that heart change is making that action happen instead of not happen. So... Where are we? So it's all about the heart. The heart. The people in Galatia, the region, they believed. They were Gentiles. They believed and it was credited to them righteousness because that's in my head. Um, They believed... And then Judaizers came in and started saying, okay, but now you have to become Jews to actually be Christians. Well, no. No, you don't. Um, And then James is writing over here, and, and they're not doing the actions anymore. 
And so my thought today is that with living faith, the first is faith, the next is living it out. So we're going to talk about that with color. I guess I'm going to need this too. Maybe. I'm shorter than Baron. Okay. So here we go. We have... Got some yellow here. And if this is faith, we believe. Yay, we believe. And then down here we have works. Oop. Let's just get some straight blue. These are good works. People can do good things, can't they? <clears throat> People can do good things and not believe. But when we believe and good works come out of that faith, then we have green. Right? So this is the way. This is Christian life. When you're believing and then your good works come out of that. Is that picking me up now? Haha. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, that was not good. <clears throat> so if you have one or the other, you don't have green, right? Yes. Is blue green? Is yellow green? So if you have head knowledge and thought, I in my brain know there is a God and know that he is in control of everything. But if it doesn't reach my heart, if it doesn't show me God's heart for his people, if it doesn't help me live out that faith. In James it says, if you see your poor brother who has no food or place to stay and you say, go be well fed, be warm, goodbye, and do nothing, are you living your faith? Well, no, because you have no compassion for that person if you're not helping them. If you just say it with your words, then it obviously isn't in your heart. So then if you just have good works and you want to do this to be a good person and an upstanding citizen and you want to be good but in your heart you hate it or you want to get yourself further, further yourself, elevate your position, make people think better of yourself, well, then that, those are dead works. 
So either side of this plaque, head knowledge or dead works, and that's not the way that Jesus calls us to live. He calls us to be green, to believe, and then to work out of that. And so if you look at the greater context, oh, look at that. You just put that in? Okay, if a brother or sister is without clothes and lacks daily food, and one of you says to him, go in peace, stay warm, and be well fed, but you don't give them what their body needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith, if it does not have works, is dead by itself. Thanks, son. I think I paraphrased it pretty well, though. <laughs> so what we need is Jesus. What we need is that living water inside. John talks about that. Right? Yes. On the last and most important day of the festival, Jesus, so John talks about Jesus saying it, stood up and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. The one who believes in me, as the scripture has said, will have streams of living water flow from deep within him. He said this about the Spirit. Those who believed in Jesus were going to receive the Spirit, for the Spirit had not yet been given, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. So those streams of living water, that's how we can believe and then work out of them. Work out of that belief. So, kids, do you love your parents? How do you show them? Hugs. Mama hugs. Anything else? Huh? Presents. You give them presents. You give them kisses. Do you do what they ask you to do? <laughs> That's a tough one. But do you? Yeah. Sometimes. Um, if you go to the greater context of those first scriptures that we talked about that seem to contradict each other, they actually don't contradict each other. Faith and works. James 2... 24. It comes right after the Abraham passage. Are you willing to learn that faith without works is useless? Wasn't Abraham our father justified by works and offering Isaac his son on the altar? You see that faith was active together with his works. And by works, faith was made complete. So is that faith or works? It's together. And scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. 
and he was called God's friend. You see, a person is justified by works and not faith alone because the works are faith in action. And Galatians. Should have put... And yet, because we know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ, even when we ourselves have believed in Jesus Christ, this was so that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. Because by the works of the law, no human being will be justified. That's saying that following the rules won't cut it. This is a hard attitude. So, how do we see if we're on the right track? Hey, kids. How do we see if we're on the right track? Adults, how do we see if we're on the right track? You have to be green. (laughs) I've heard a quote that in our culture, we're distracting ourselves to oblivion, to spiritual oblivion. Distracting ourselves to spiritual oblivion. If we are completely distracted, how are we going to hear Holy Spirit with his still small voice? Kids, if we're distracted, how are we going to hear Jesus? (sighs) Sometimes God speaks to us in dreams, yes. (laughs) So if we're quiet and we rest, and we ask God how we're doing. Hey, God, what do you want me to do? I love you. How do you want me to show it? Do you ever ask your parents, hey, Jackson and Zach, do you ever ask your parents how you can show them love? Have you ever asked? I've asked my husband how I can be helpful. I usually come off as a naggy wife. So we have the fount of living water inside of us. But if we drown them out, 
How are we going to hear them? What else have I got? Anything up there? Is there nothing there? Nothing. nothing. Got nada. Okay. So, now we have this activity. And so, wait. We're going to paint. You need to be quiet and listen to the instructions, okay? So I'm going to do a tiny tutorial to do a little foresty path with these colors of blue and yellow. You don't have to. If you want to, you can come up to the front to do that. We have canvases over here. Um, there's three different sizes. Choose what you want. And then the paint with plates to add the colors. Um, and then grab a paintbrush. There's water on the table. Oh, and a paper towel for cleaning your brushes. Okay, so I'm going to do that up here. And parents, can you please help your children? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just saw Noelle shaking her head. Can't help my kids. <laughs> oh. Well, that figures. So as we're doing this activity, kids, kids especially, listen up, okay? As we're doing this activity, we're thinking about how life is a balance between faith and good works. See, sometimes we go off that edge over here to works, and our heart's not necessarily in the right position, and then we need to renew our minds and come back, okay, here we are, and then sometimes we can go off to, I don't want to do anything, I just believe it, and I don't want to work any at all, and then we come back to, to the green. But the thing is, here's the thing, our paintings are going to have red, uh, not red, yellow and blue and green, and it's going to be a bit scattered. But when Jesus looks at you, he sees green. When God looks through Jesus, because Jesus was completely green, he had the law, he had the heart of God. God sees us through Jesus' lens. Through Jesus, he sees us as completely green. No yellow, no blue, just green. How cool is that? All right, so parents, if you would help over here. I have some questions up on the board that you can be thinking about as you're painting also. And then, Alan, can you help our kids too? Thanks. These um, tablecloths are here specifically for this reason, for painting. So don't be afraid, a scurred of getting them dirty. A scurred. 